and welcome to another news talk. With me on this edition is the one, the only, the number one all-time recurring guest of News Talk, Beth, Queen of Cardboard. Beth, how are you? Exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm doing really good. Well, uh, the astute listener may realize that uh, that's a very odd response right off the bat, but it makes sense considering why you're so exhausted. Um, For anyone who isn't aware, this past weekend, Beth, this is when the event itself took place. But of course, Beth put in God knows how much time beforehand. Uh, There was an event that was organized by Beth to benefit uh, someone that she and her boss both know uh, who is unfortunately struggling through some uh, some cancer and cancer related stuff right now. Um, and yeah. as always, this community was more than willing to step up. But uh, before we get to the to the super great part of this, Beth, uh, tell us a little bit more about Steve and about what what was going on and what led to this event. So Steve is a local player. Um, He plays at my LGS. He plays Magic, Digimon, a couple other games. Um, And he's been coming to the LGS for years and years. So he knows my boss, uh, who actually played in the event, AJ, really, really well. And he recently in uh, 2022 was diagnosed with uh, cancer. And it's pretty rare. It's called primary central nervous system lymphoma. Um, and that's not only a rare cancer, but he's only 31. And so that's Mm. not something that normally happens for someone of that age. Uh, so yeah, he, uh, has been struggling really badly, uh, with that. And he's gone, um, through several rounds of chemo. He's been in and out of the hospital. I know that our LGS did a big event, uh, a month or so ago and he was in the ICU when that event went down. So he's just, re- he hasn't been able to work. He's really, really struggling. It's been just an overall tough situation for him. Right. Um, and when, when the event started officially, which was this past uh, Friday, um, so a week ago by the time this episode drops, uh, the the event was being channeled through GoFundMe, uh, which you know they're they're very watchful for scams now that so many people have used them to scam. Um, strange how actions have consequences sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and anyone who did donate may have seen a surprisingly high number. What was that? Steve and his family had already reached their goal by the time the event started. What was the goal? What, or was there rather a goal number for the event itself? Actually, yes. I, um, knowing that the GoFundMe was already at its limit and that we were kind of doing it on top of what was already reached, I had a goal of one thousand to two thousand dollars. Is originally what I had planned for, um, mm-hmm. and we we actually made that goal. We made a full two thousand dollars in two days. So, I mean, I can't ask for any more. I'm really blown away every time that uh, the community gets together, (laughs) excuse me, especially in support of someone that they either know or don't know. I feel like GoFundMes are, sometimes people are a little skeptical of that, you know, because of the scams that are out there. 
I think that I've always had better luck when we're doing it through Tiltify or, you know, for a big organization like, Mm -hmm. you know, any other thing that I've done in the last year. But I'm always blown away, like when we did the event for Anomaly last year and now this one for Steven, the amount of people just come out of the woodwork to help someone they don't know. I think that's what blows me the way away the most about the magic community is just their givingness and willingness to help. I can, uh, I can definitely agree with that as one of the just most remarkable things about this whole community. Um, so you were the, were you the lead or the, or, or the only or both organizer when it comes to the event? <laughs> I would, that's really hard to say because it definitely was my idea. It was definitely something that I put together. I grabbed the hosts. Um, but I put together a group chat this week of all of our hosts. There were 14, I want to say, of them all in all. And mm-hmm. I put everybody in a group chat so we could share information, share the graphics, all of that. And this is where it gets really cool. They helped us. So each host did something, whether it was just host a pod and, you know, pass on. But each host had their own little spin on things, their own take. And I will say that without the host chiming in and saying, hey, Maybe we should do this. Like we had our cash redemptions for chat chaos or we had one host actually match funding on people who wanted to spend bits and people who wanted to follow people who couldn't spend money. The host actually spent money. And that wasn't something that I asked for or even expected. So when that happened, like it was just... um it was it, I, I don't have words. It was just so cool to see that happen. Um, so, yes, the idea was mine. Um, yes, I put together all the hosts, but I would say that anyone who w- was a host especially had a little bit to put together into this event. And definitely uh, we had some tech issues during the, the two days. Our hosts were actually the ones communicating because I was at work uh, a lot of that time, uh, our hosts were communicating and saying, okay, well, if you don't have internet, we'll cover this stream here and here. And, you know, picking up the shortcomings of, you know, tech or internet connectivity or other right. things that might have happened. We had one guest lose the camera. So we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to say that I did everything because I definitely didn't. Well, <laughs> Well, I, I meant just from the base organizational standpoint, um, I definitely didn't mean to take away from the hard work to get, that the uh, hosts put in because uh, anyone who caught any of the pods, could s- the work put in by any given host showed. It really did. Um, and you ran it for yes. what equated to to what? Around 36 hours or so, I want to say ish. Um, it was from 10 a.m. to midnight both days, so oh. that would be 30 hours, I think. 28 hours. No, because yeah. the pods at midnight ended after the pods at midnight ended after midnight. So yeah, might as well say 30 hours. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's a lot of that's a lot of time to just be like turned on, like 
<laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. Oh, I was going to pretend I hadn't said it like that. God. It, to be, excuse me, to have the switch flip on. <laughs> um, And that's, and of course, you weren't on every well, single pod or anything like that, but just for everyone in general, plus your work presence, plus the what little interaction you had time for in chats or on Twitter. It, it's a lot. And um, that's one thing that I think anyone who's ever followed you or seen anything you've kind of had your had your hands in or anything like that. You are astonishingly always willing to give of yourself in uh, in any capacity <laughs> you can. And this is a question that I've never actually asked you on any of the other like do- tons of times, not dozens, it hadn't really been dozens, but it feels like it sometimes. Um, why? What? And not, not <laughs> in a critical way, just what is it about that type of event, whether it be for someone, something you're hosting, something you're just participating in, something you've organized start to finish? What is it about those types of events that makes you, as the queen of cardboard, want to step up so often and be so willing to put yourself into it? Well, first, I have to say, like, I can only pour myself into things that pour back into me. Um, And I've been so lucky to have been surrounded by such a great group of people. Um, Right before this event, I did a trip to Denver and met up with, uh, I think it was, there was 12 of us total uh, streamers and content creators. And we rented a house in Denver and we just hung out for five days And that, I mean, it was anxiety inducing at first because some of us had never met in person and that's always a little bit nerve wracking, but it ended up being the most fun that I've had in a really long time. And not only were we able to just hang out and play magic, but we were able to talk about our goals, what we wanted for each other, how to help each other, how to keep each other going and really what we wanted to do. I've always known from the beginning that I wanted to do charity work because I don't need the money from streaming like some people do. Um, And trying to do the fighting of being the best person or having the most views or having the most followers and connecting with the next bigger person is exhausting. And it... To me, it only takes, it only affects my mental health negatively. But when I can be involved in a charity stream or talk about giving to a good cause or things that I'm truly passionate about, I feel like my little circle can affect the world in a better way. And I think that's the best way to affect change for good. There's no point in screaming into the void about how upset you are over who's gotten elected or what law has been passed. The best way I feel that you can change the world is by getting the people close to you to make little changes with you. And then they affect people that aren't close to you and so on and so forth. So like a pyramid scheme of kindness. I like to think of it as ripples in a pool, but yes. (laughs) Uh, MLM, (laughs) multi-loving meetings. (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) i told you i'm a little bit tired myself Uh, i told you that before we started recording so (laughs) um 
So you said that the final number for this particular event was right around was right at two thousand dollars, right? Yeah, we were at about we were just over seventeen hundred, and then we had a donor come to me privately and ask for the final number to make sure that we got to two grand. Oh wow! Well, good for that private donor. Um, yeah, which I I didn't ask this earlier when we were talking about him, but I should have asked earlier. How is Steve doing? For anyone who is listening and uh, wants to just get an update. So Steve is currently in the hospital. Um, he is currently in the ICU. Uh, mm-hmm. He was able to pop in for a couple of the streams and say hi on Twitch. So he's, you know, conscious and still meeting with friends and that kind of thing. Uh, I, what I've been told is that this for this type of cancer and this type of chemotherapy, he's going to be in the hospital a lot. So I don't know how to talk about this in a way that's just not doom and gloom because I tend to be a very realistic person. And then that's hard to do when somebody you know is affected by something that's so scary and so dangerous. The people that are closer to him have hope. And so... I have to have hope that it's going to be okay. But right Right. now, if I'm being honest, it sounds really scary and really bad. Yeah. I, um, I, I mentioned this, uh, when I was in our pod, um, but my grandmother's also going through some very, very severe lung cancer, um, which it's, it's definitely a very scary situation whenever it's anyone that is directly, directly connected to yourself like in the nebulous in the nebulous sense cancer is like a scary topic in general but it's (laughs) until it really hits home it's not scary in the in the same way that like war is a scary topic but not until it's close to you or someone you know has to go off to war um right so uh we we here at WNXS are 1000% behind Steve and uh, we are hoping for his, for any recovery that may come or at least some peace for himself and his family, no matter what. Um, And to pivot slightly away from that incredibly serious, severe mood. um, Do you have any other, uh, events on the horizon that you would like the public to be aware of? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I, I will say my, my content is kind of sporadic at the moment. I'm sure people in the last six months have noticed that my content has been here and there and not, and I've <laughs> done a couple events and really not done a lot of content outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, a lot going on at home. I have a child who is very mentally ill and some other things that I've been dealing with personally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am happy to say that I will be at several in-person events. Uh, I'm in a, an invited content creator to MTG Philly. I'm excited to be going um, there. And I hope... I think I'm making plans to also be tending uh, Magic Minneapolis as well as several events over the summer. So in-person events, I should be able to 
be going to a couple. I'm pretty excited about that. I love to travel. I love to see people in person. I love to shuffle up and play. Um, mm. As for my online content, um, I'm still trying to figure out what that really means to me and what I want to put into it. I love shuffling up and playing, but I don't like with my limited time being tied to things that I'm not enjoying. So I think we are going to very soon see me going back to playing with people that I'm close to mm -hmm. and having a lot of fun. And I think I'm going to go back to the girl that says fuck a lot because I've really had <laughs> a change of mind of how I... <laughs> <laughs> of how I want to present myself and what kind of content that I want to put out there. I think every content creator really has to go through a growing period of right. what they want to do. Um, and, you, and you want to be the kind and, of creator who puts out fucking great content. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the kind of creator that put, that is real. I want to be real. I want right. to enjoy myself. And I don't want to put out content that is beholden to anyone so while I think a lot of content creators have the goal of, you know, meeting the people at Watsi and being sponsored by big companies, while I'm not saying like, oh, don't sponsor me, it's also not something that I'm going to try to fit myself into a box to get. Makes complete sense. Uh, we don't have to worry about the here on the podcast because our numbers aren't high enough to justify a Watsi sponsorship. So, oh. <laughs> um, but that's also not well, why we one do day it maybe. That's not why we do it either. But, I mean, if they ever <laughs> yeah. do decide that they want to go after some small podcasts, I'm we're not going to say no. It's just not why we're here. Anyway, um, <laughs> that, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that brings us uh, just back to the end. What so? For any of our listeners who don't know, what are the current best ways to follow you? Um, so I'm primarily on Twitch and Twitter uh, through and you can find all of my links at queenofcardboard.com. I also have a TikTok that I post on so infrequently that it's not worth following unless you want to see random <laughs> pack openings and I don't know what else. Um, I also have an Instagram where I have a little bit. <laughs> Of a more personal approach, uh, which I guess you can follow if you want to. But if you really want to see the content that I'm creating and be involved in charity events that I'm doing, the best way, again, is Twitch and Twitter. And you can find that at queenofcardboard.com. And one final question is, uh, I know the goal officially has been met on GoFundMe, but is the link still up and valid right now? And will it be at oh, least absolutely. by the time we finish this on Friday? Oh, for sure. Okay. The link is still up. It's still valid. Um, and just to like really quickly put it out there, why you should still donate um, or at least donate to someone when their GoFundMe looks like this. Um, I feel like most people put the minimum number that they think that they can get and hopefully make it. But the initial diagnosis of cancer in the United States of America costs $40,000. I, and that number is more than the average family in America makes in a year. So this isn't this isn't the type of podcast to talk about the healthcare system in America because that we none of us have that kind of time, yeah. energy, or brain space. Um, all I'm gonna say is that when the news of Graham at Loading Ready Runs Cancer broke last year, 
one of the only positive things we could blatantly say about it was that he doesn't live in America. So he's got access to very good health care. Um, yeah. And so I yeah. <laughs> I wasn't there when the GoFundMe was set up. Yeah, I wasn't there when the GoFundMe was set up, but I think the $10,000 was the minimum, the bare minimum. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to know that number that I put out there is staggering and that doesn't even account for the any living expenses. The fact that Steve hasn't been able to work since before November. Um, it's I he has a big support system and he's very lucky, but I can't imagine the terror of not only this kind of diagnosis, but recovering from this kind of diagnosis and all of the bills that are stacking up while that happens. Exactly. Um, And on that incredibly happy note, we are going to bring it to a close. So, Beth, thank you (laughs) once again for uh, joining us. Thank you for having me.